San Antonio, it's Puto SFC. Shattuck. Clayton's here. Clayton. Ugh, sorry to be shaking my head, but man, that song. What, of all the REM songs, that's not the REM song you would pick? What is the name of it? What's the frequency, Kenneth? I don't like it because I can never understand. I realize when you're playing. I can't understand what they're saying. And I just want to know what... It's funny. Like, are you setting me up to tell the story? No! What's the frequency, Kenneth? And then... Okay, so they they wrote uh, Michael Stipe, right? That's the REM guy? There's some story about it was some Yeah, some lunatic guy, like, uh, just came up to either Tom Brokaw or Dan Rather or something in New York City, like in Central Park, and just started smashing him with with an umbrella, saying, what's the frequency, Kenneth? What's the frequency, Kenneth? And then I guess they just came up with a song from that story. I I don't know the the depths of the story. Like, and is that your story? Well, I mean, you like. Ugh. I mean, I was trying I to just explain to, know to you. I want to like get on Spotify and learn the words because I don't. I've heard oh. that song ten thousand times, and I don't know what he's saying. Right, it's one of those like uh, big old jet had a light on, light on, like <laughs> big old jet airliner. Yes, exactly. Big old jet had a light on. <laughs> what yes. are they really saying? Big old jet air- airliner. Airliner. Yeah. Yeah, until Spotify I didn't know that <laughs> or the internet. Well, so you didn't read so you didn't read uh like liner notes and stuff like that like on mute. Uh, like I would your... buy the CD or go to CD warehouse just to read the liner notes. Really? Just to figure out what the hell they were saying. Yeah. Because I wanted to know what the song is about. Like Nirvana. Uh, like, uh, oh, God. like uh, an albino. Chili Peppers. Yeah, there we go. Don't yeah. know what they're about. Under the Bridge. I didn't know what that was about. I was well, sheltered. Yeah, okay. I was not under doing heroin under the bridge. Like well, Ketis. We're not doing heroin in the pod den tonight. Welcome back to the pod den. Hey! It's been a long time. Well, you know what? You... You're right. A lot of times the weather in the pod, Dan, is not like for those of us that have been listening for for those of you that have been listening for years. We've talked about well, maybe Clay's going to get an air conditioner, you know, or we've talked about what what can we do to improve the pod, Dan situation. <laughs> and uh, other than ergonomics, like some kind of temperature control would would make it so that we potted here more often. Because more often than not, I want to go to your place because it's like... Inside. Well, yeah, we're inside. There's going to be air conditioning. Right? But I'm supposed to get AC too for my stimulus part. But here we are. Yeah. Uh, but it's beautiful tonight. No well, com- no complaints tonight. No, it, it is. What inspired the song? It was the CD that was in the uh, disc player. Oh, wow. And um, on KSYM, they were having a local band be interviewed. And I didn't think that our... I think our... 
our our listeners attention span is probably just barely good enough for us i was kind of hypothesizing that it was like who are all these players and what's the like oh nice to meet hello nice to meet you i don't were the safc players wearing name tags at practice this week hello my name is like what's your frequency (laughs) hi my, my frequency is uh is Richard Winbickler. Like, <laughs> hi, Hello. my, my, my fr- frequency is Pablo Cisniega. Hi, my name is Richard. <laughs> hi, my name is Trova. Hello. Greetings, uh, Pablo. <laughs> but um, we're back. It's, <sighs> it's, it's preseason. But goalies and strikers report today? Something like pitchers that. Pitchers and catchers? They've been, yeah, there we go. Pitchers and catchers reporting. You know, we're uh, we're just going to be doing some drills, getting off the mound, Ooh. covering first base. Ooh. You know, like just going through the motions I'm right gonna, now. I'm going to do some deep tissue stretching here. That's not true, listeners. We're not just going through the motions for you. We're coming <laughs> out hot, heavy, ready to play. I think I'm doing some deep tissue stretching. It's not like this inner Miami world tour <laughs> where they pay $200, you know, a ticket to, or $2,000 a ticket to see him play in Shanghai and he... Didn't get off the bench. And they lose 6 nothing in every game, yeah. also. My brother wanted us to talk about... Whoa, shout I, out to brother. Yeah, and, and sometimes listener of the pod. I wouldn't say friend, but I'd say sometimes listener of the pod. Brother of the pod. Yeah, brother of the pod. Was like, hey, can you talk about who you think is sponsoring this Inter-Miami tour? He's like, it's 5 o'clock on a, on a Monday, and I'm driving past the Cotton Bowl... And Inter Miami is playing FC Dallas at five o'clock on a my on a Monday, and it's forty degrees outside and rain is coming in sideways. Who scheduled that and wh- and why? Yeah, I think sponsor is not the right word. Like, who's managing the tour? Who are, who put the dates? Not Taylor Swift because no. Taylor Swift would not be playing in the Cotton Bowl on a Monday at five o'clock. Yeah, I mean we as you and I know the Cotton Bowl is woo. It's rough to begin with. Barcelona just played there in December on a Tuesday at 7 o'clock. After just playing a game 24 hours before, we talked about it. Yeah. But, like, like, do you think it's, like, uh, some, like, rich dads of kids that play at FC Dallas are like, look, we'll pay the money, just, like, have my kid be on the roster, and maybe he gets a few minutes, you know? Like, is it, do you think it's, like, individually, it's, like, like individual backers will pay Inter-Miami, or do you think it's, it's like, FC Dallas? I mean, I am the person that last year when Messi signed, I was like, I don't think Miami, I don't think Inner Miami is ready for Messi. Yeah. And that's what former SAFC goalkeeper JT Marsman or whatever said the same thing. Like, we don't have security guards. We just walk in the building. Yeah. I mean, I've played in Europe where there's like fences and moats and we got pitch side seats where someone could just strangle Messi. Yeah, Chris, my brother was talking about when he went to the Barcelona America game and like people bum rush the 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 outer perimeter and like all these security guards were chasing these America fans all over the Cotton Bowl parking lot through through the state fair. Yeah, yeah, basically like, did do like hiding behind big techs like howdy. Buenos dias, señor. <laughs> Nothing to see here. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Curious is yeah, I don't know. Miami, Inter Miami was not my most interest. Inter Miami's preseason was not on my radar well, much. Well, I mean, I and like I said, I'm not gonna be, I'm not gonna be talk shit about MLS all the time. But I'm not supporting MLS like we talked about oh. what, the, what they did. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah, I'll talk about it, but like, 
I'm not watching it. They're not getting any of my money. Oh, you too? You're boycotting with me? Yes. I'm the one that canceled my subscription, man. I'm sticking to that. All right. But anyway, let's give our listeners a little preview of what we're doing here over the, um, over, or what our plan is over the uh, preseason. The whole preseason, the plan is Puto preseason, Clayton. It's all in like, it's on a whiteboard with a whiteboard erasable marker. So maybe a high school soccer game? Hopefully. Saw you today at the Mules game. We 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 got a good start on that. Yeah, that was awesome. So like father son night at know, the and, Mules game. And you know how we knew about it because the other day when I was dropping Charlie off at Howard, there were kids from the varsity soccer team, like standing or not standing, but moving around, handing out little flyers to all the cars that were dropping off the kids, mm-hmm. saying, "Hey, it's going to be Alma Heights night. We're not asking for any money or anything like that, but bring your kids out, stuff like that." Like. Maybe something SAFC could get a, you know, like... Get the players out there with cars and traffic. It's, you know what I mean, like... You mean publicity brings in fans. Yeah, you know, and like, and just having nice kids or nice people just reach out and be like, hey, you going to be there this this season? How's it going? How are you doing? Yeah, not a lot of press about the season, but hey, it's the preseason. I mean, this is good timing since we are Puto SAFC. SAFC started practice Yesterday, on Monday. Yes. Did you see Alan Marcina's quote? No, I did not. I meant to send you this, uh, because there's speculation on Reddit about what this means. We are going to be ball dominant this year, he said. So, like we kind of talked about last time. We are going to be ball dominant. Just a little new director of, what did we say Marco Ferrucci's title is? Sporting director, I believe. Sporting director. We thought, are we going to, we just kind of briefly mentioned, are we going to be playing the same way? Does coach get to make those decisions? Are we, I mean, I don't know if that's if that's a Ferruzzi influence or that's a personnel influence or maybe both. I don't I know. I mean, personnel follows the plan. The last three years we've signed players to fit the system. We have not signed players and then made the system. That's true. Right? You've Correct. seen the Marcina footprint, fingerprints all over the team. Yep. Uh, I guess I I didn't think you were going to ask me what you asked me. I thought you were going to ask me, what are we going to talk about tonight? Yeah, okay. Because we're back. It's put preseason. We're still stretching out our hammies. All right? I'm doing those, like, I used to call it the Michael Jackson, where you kick up in the air, like, kind of like Rocket style in the in the warm-up line. Yep. We're going to do a little, a little USA-Slovenia. That happened since we last spoke, perhaps? Yeah, and, and friend of the pod, Tanner, asked, like, whoa, guys, yeah. why, why did I? Why am I not getting any impressions? It was in your city. You saw it. You were both there. Like, surely you blowhards want to talk about it, right? All right, maybe a little roster talk. Uh, who's new? Who's who's back? A lot of roster talk for me. Yeah, uh, schedule, if there is any. And then, yeah, just what preseason, I think. The preseason is we're going to be coming at you every Tuesday with an episode. TBD, whether that's a high school game, maybe a high school night out. Maybe an interview, if we can find one. I'd love to interview a former player. I reached out to Connor Maloney, and some people put some likes on it. So maybe Connor will see the likes on his Twitter. Oh, cool. And get back to us. But yeah. if he doesn't, he doesn't. Uh, maybe so, so maybe some special interviews. Maybe a listener Q&A. That's, that sounds fun to me. Well, like I said, we're figuring things out still, just like probably SAFC is. Yeah. You know, we don't need to necessarily put the uh, name tags on, but we're we're going to find our groove. And we like to try to every preseason do do something a little different, right? Because obviously we're not going to break down the preseason games because we don't yeah. get to see the preseason games or most or two out of three. Yeah. But um, 
But yeah, that's where we're coming from, listeners. And so hopefully you guys are interested. Um, yeah, I forgot what I was going to say. You want to start with USA-Slovenia? I mean, when last we spoke on air, recorded, USA was playing Slovenia. We were going, I guess we haven't talked about it. Tailgate, 10 out of 10. It's absolutely spectacular. 10 out of 10. We had soccer, tennis. We had a whole like high school team. Shout out to the Lavernia High School team. Medina Valley. I'm sorry, Medina Valley. Go Tigers! Recognizing that there was some some soccer tennis out there and coming and playing, and they were including people, right? Winter, yeah. Winter stays. Super friendly. You know, uh, Charlie got some time out there. Yeah. We played some partners. You know, um, like, like I thought that, that we were winding things down, and boom, all of a sudden hot dogs show up, and, you know, a little George Foreman grill, and next thing we know, slinging dogs all over the place. That was a big hit. It made me excited for the season. There were a lot of people that came together to, yeah. help, to help make that happen. Yeah, everyone and who brought crap. Super, Thank you. Super family friendly. We even, or you even, kind of bucked the system a little bit. And we were set up in a place that was not a sanctioned tailgating because you f- discovered someone that knew who we were. And, um, right? Yeah, new listener. Can't remember his name because it was three weeks ago. But a listener from last fall. You know who picked that parking spot? My son, Brady. He's like, I want to be over here. I don't want it to be so loud. And it just so happened that somebody and he wanted to play soccer tennis. Recognized your voice. Oh yeah, yeah. He no, I think he might have parked up next to us because he saw the flag. Okay, and he remembered us from the tailgate from the playoff game. So that USA tailgate made me excited for the season to tailgate to take that same spot, have soccer tennis, have our space set up. It was a great all around day, like. I took the full family there. The yeah. weather was not ideal. It was pretty darn cold. Like, the rain stayed away, but it was just pretty darn cold. The game was a 1 out of 10. Yeah, but here's the I took my whole family. Normally, the two children, there's some kind of issue at some point. Super well-behaved, loved everything about the game. Like, sat there and watched pretty much the entire game. You think having Michelle along helped? I think it did. I think it did, of course. Like, of course Maybe it did. you should flex some games for but her to come. I, there was just... I, there was like a different atmosphere because oh, yeah. it was full. Yeah, you know, and I, I heard some grumblings or saw grumblings that like, oh, it doesn't look good for us. At first, maybe at first uh, it who, wasn't. What? Maybe at first it wasn't. What, what didn't up. look good? Just that the, the, there were a bunch of empty seats at nope. first. Yeah, I, no, I, I, I nope. didn't remember that. Nope, they were wrong. I didn't remember that. Nope the the railing was no. Look at any picture of that game. It was packed. That right. was great. Now, with the game itself, we don't have a lot to say about the game itself. It I got was... I got three things. Okay. You got things? I got, I don't know, a couple of things. Diego Luna. Great to see him. First cap. Wow. Love it. Just love it. That's, uh, I guess, for the full men's national team. Yes, first cap. First USA. He's a, I guess he's not cap tied for life. He could go to Mexico. You could but... tell, you could tell that he, there was... He was trying to show something. You know what I'm saying? Like I think you could sh- it, you could tell that he had more creativity than the whole rest of the team. Maybe that was just natural, but I thought I could see also like a little bit more, more a little a little bit extra effort. A little pep from in him. step. Yes, a little bit. You know, he got fouled a lot during the game and yeah. was getting up and like, come on, Rhett, you know, like I'm trying to work here, <laughs> like trying to get things done. Here, here was my kind of take on the on the game. Here's my kind of thing. If you're B minus C plus team, and you're on the B minus C plus team. Um, you, someone needs to do, do something brave and try to do something to set themselves apart. And I didn't see that 
from many people. I saw it from Diego Luna. Yep, and there's um, one other guy. I saw it from the kid that they brought on in the one second other guy. half. Yeah, look, I spelled that out. I, I bought a vowel. I can't I can't say it. Esmir Baratovich. Baratovich? Yeah. yeah, something along the lines. He got the little emoji from me of the eyes looking at the side like, oh, I see you. Yeah. I'm watching you, Esmir. Those two, that was it. Yeah, there, it was... It was. Um, well, once the subs came in, we looked a lot better. And it was like, what, why aren't the subs the starters? We maybe? did. We, maybe. We, we did. Um, hopefully, some of the listeners that we did the preview with got to see, you know, and looked at a few of the different players. Like, Luna, of course, was noticeable out there. Yeah. Miles Robinson. Meh. I mean, um, eh. The, the kid with the great story that hadn't played much soccer. FC Dallas. Kamunga, yes, gave the ball away that led to, led to the goal, and he had a couple of chances that he, he gave could, the ball away a lot of times. Yeah, not he, just for the goal. He had yeah, a bad game, but he was not he doing. Was it didn't seem like he was doing what he would normally do. It no. Seemed like he would be the guy that would be running the the last line. You know, like the no, I see him out wide running by people, and he was not running well, by people. He, he was in the middle of the field. It seemed like a lot giving the ball away. Yeah, like he especially did. And the kid that got beat for Slovenia's goal. That kid is not a center back, that's, and I don't know where he was, why he was playing at center back. That's my third thing. Is like, come on, Greg. I know Tanner will love any Greg Triple G <laughs> criticism. I look him up after the game. Like, why was number fourteen so terrible? And it's because he's a center midfielder. Yeah, and how did that? How did that happen? I don't. You know why? I know why. Because Greg Berhalter thought, oh, we're gonna dominate, so I'm gonna put a center midfielder back there to pass. Right, and you oh, know what I happens when we give up the ball on a fast on a transition moment? He's a center midfielder, and he just gets run by. And do you know what Slovenia wanted for us to do exactly that? Just sitting back in there for and credit to them, super organized, very professional, very super organized. Like like we weren't anywhere really close to ever breaking them down. You know, for at, at any consistent really period of time. You know, we made chances, and poor little the ho- poor little Hobbit. Yeah. Whoop. Yeah. If the Hobbit has a great ca- career, John Tolkien, someday he'll look back and be like, "Man, that was a shock." Oh, he was the one. Two. He was one of the guys I wanted to see. The two. Le- the op- le- the yeah. left back. The so Hobbit. Potentially, he could. And he did great to get in the right spot, but he hit yeah. two open nets, just whiffed. Yeah. Not good. Yeah, and that's and like I said, that's exactly what Slovenia wanted for us to do was to to make a mistake and then that just punish us one time on a mistake and then that just stay in their. Sh- just disciplined shape the whole yeah. time and force and like when you have a B minus C plus team, it's a lot easier to defend really, really well than attack really, really well, I think. Yeah. You know? We tried to possess, 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 and that's just not what anyone wanted to see. Yeah. But it's what we do. So it, it was a great it was a great day. I was not yeah. diminished by the result at no. all. No. No. No, I happily left in the ninetieth minute to go get in my car and beat traffic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you had left even before me. You and, know, I, I was trying in January to be a little better parent. Well, I was really, I was really concerned that the parking or that the the, yeah. ed, the entering, entering from our forty dollars spots was gonna. Hey, SASD, SASD, SAFC, don't get any ideas. Don't you dare the day before or the week before the home opener try and charge me money for those parking. Let's spots. talk about that for just a second. That where, is some ghetto we, crap. Where, so we haven't talked to our our, our peeps since that. Where did that come from? Is that a United States Soccer Federation thing at the last minute? And like the money, or do you think that's SAFC? And I don't, I'm not, it's not sour grapes. Like, don't invite me to your party and then on my way over tell me, oh, I don't have any beer. Right. For for listeners that don't know what we're talking about, 
when we when you when we initially bought our tickets to go see that the the USA game, there was nothing about there was going to be parking. It wasn't attached to the ticket. You couldn't saying, buy parking. Yeah, it didn't say it like not you need possible. to also buy a party or you can if you want yes, to. Yes, exactly. And then literally the the week of the game, maybe not even a week before, Clayton, like five days before, we had already recorded our preview. That's yeah. how late it was. Yeah. The next morning, they announced forty bucks or thirty bucks for the two parking lots, which. Not a, classy move. Not, just a not classy. a classy move. Not a classy move. That's just a last-minute nut punch. Just and and I'm not going to bag on San Antonio, but like, don't do that that to us here, man. You know, don't like, out. Like we went to the Alamo Bowl. I paid a lot of money for my parking, but it was not the day before. It was sure. like two months before when I bought the tickets and arranged the whole thing. And and we know from prior experience that. Um, they that, charge. Yeah, that they that they charge. The Alamo Dome is not free. <laughs> exactly. And yeah, Toyota. That that was a poor mis- poor move when you're already making cash on the game. But that didn't dampen. No, nope. because we had a great we had a great time. I piled seven people in my car. I was gonna say, it made it, <laughs> and that that's that was kind of cool. Yes, but but I don't like the last minute nature. If you're gonna do that to me, like tell me to my face. Don't yeah. sneak that. Don't sneak around two days beforehand. Uh couple of guys ran on the field. Hopefully that doesn't reflect poorly on San Antonio. I missed that. I think that's Puto. Yeah, I think that's you... so Puto. Yeah. <laughs> it's not the first time and it's not going to be the last. Right. That should be like our selling point. You know what I'm saying? Like, look, it's you're so gonna get a couple key. of guys, you know, they're not going to cause any problems. Don't worry about it. We got there are there are fools, okay? Yeah. We got our fools under control, all right? Yeah. But but anyway, great experience overall. It's something I'll always remember taking my boy to the USA game. First game. In my, in my town in right? San Antonio. First US game. Boom. Amazing. Same yes. for Brady. And also, like, I think we did well. We did right. We sold it out. We packed the stadium. Yeah. We tailgate the the city tailgated. We had all kinds of people at our tailgate, you know, from all different walks of life. The cheering was good. Yeah. And there was a there was some scene stirs. Sure. Like your buddy. Super Bowl, <laughs> Super Bowl, Joel. What's his name? Noel. Neil. 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 Nice to meet you, buddy. I, it was a pleasure. We Y'all played. Partners. A, we played a little soccer tennis. Yeah. I didn't try and charge him extra. <laughs> I didn't try and sell him anything. Just, just said, come enjoy. Yeah. Did he end up with extra seats? What's that? Did they bail on him? No, his, he sat with like Willie and, and Ash, and um, he didn't scalp him. No, I don't think so. Unless, right. unless he didn't want to tell me because he'd get you had given him so much shit. Well, Neil, I hope that your scalping was fortuitous. Thanks for coming to tailgate. Yeah. See you at the next one. Come, Neil, my challenge to you is come when other people aren't coming. Come come to a game on your own, not to make money, but to be with us again. Yeah, to play soccer tennis again. And that's that's a good transition into SAFC Ooh. and getting people out and because. Um, things have been pretty, things have been pretty negative from the stuff that I see. You know. And, and, and much more negative than in years past. Yes. And, and let's pump the brakes, everybody. Let's. It's just internet, man. It's the internet. Yeah, I guess. People want to sit at their keyboards and talk about how they could, I don't know. It's easier to say this sucks than it is to say like everything's awesome. I tried and I didn't have time. But I wanted to go back and look at like number of players from the year before on the roster coming up this year versus in years past. I don't think just off the top of my maybe intern Josh. Oh, I need to reach out to like percent change from years from for returning players or something like that. Oh, well, I got a stat for you. I went through. I was making our roster. Thank you, Vamos Tours Ben, for the graphic on the Facebook page. 
I used that to get a lot of player names. Six returning starters. Six. I have I have our current roster yeah. written down as well. And like returning starters. I've got You know, it's like Texas Dave Campbell's Texas High School football, you know? Yeah. Back on varsity. Returning Letterman, returning starters. I'll read them out to you. Let me see if I let me see if I have the same ones that you do. Manley, Tainter, Shannon Gomez, um, Jorge Hernandez, Santiago Patino. Moebu. Moebu. He's a letterman, not a returning starter. Gotcha. Perhaps. Right. But he could start. Well, did start all throughout the throughout the last season. Former so, starter. So do you have any any from the season before how many returning t- re- returning starters or oh players we my. had? I don't think it would be that 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 much less this season. I just don't. Oh, compared to other years. Yes. Uh, last year after our championship, we did bring back eight to ten. Okay. But that was unheard of. Right. Before that, when we had bad years, we would bring back one. I two. There were years where it was one or two or three. Yeah. So this is medium to big ret- returning players. Yeah. I don't like it. I mean, people need to understand. Listeners need to understand that this league. There is a lot of turnover. A lot in this of turnover. League. Listener Sergio, vamos, adios, nos vemos in North Carolina, Sergio. Ooh, yeah. Moved out there like the NCFC. We need to reach out to him and tell him to go to an NCFC game. Uh, he asked us years ago, can you even have a franchise with continuity in this league? I mean, I don't think in any sport anybody does anymore. How, there are no Tony Gwens anymore. Sure, but this is even worse in the USL. Yeah. For fans of baseball, for fans of basketball, there's way more turnover. There are no five-year deals in the USL. But we're a minor league team. There's no, no franchise no more, players. No more turnover than, than, in, than in a AAA baseball team or a double, a, ba- double a baseball team. There you go. That's the analogy. You know, th- and people need to understand that. The, that that's the, what we are. Do the missions get their whole team back? No. Yes. They move on. They move out. They get older. They grow up. And like we talked about with Tim Holt a couple times, you know, that ran things for years. The the player, the the situation has to be right for everybody. Both the player, like, we we don't know. A lot of, maybe a lot of players don't want to necessarily be here. It's not us giving up on anybody. You know, the situation needs to be right for everybody. Let's talk some adieus. Okay. Adieu to big one here, Jordan Farr. Yeah. So to, to, to. To Honestly, def- people are most pissed about that. To devil's advocate, I don't know if it's continuity as much as two, three, four fan favorites, all right? And it's like the, the Spurs with a big three. Jordan Farr, Fabian Garcia, Connor Maloney, and PC. Well, Maloney and PC are retirements, yes? PC signed with the Omaha today. Did he really? Yeah, congrats to you, PC. Okay. USL League One. I just saw it this afternoon before I came over here. Interesting. Uh... I mean, Farr and Maloney and PC were somewhat fa- Maloney and Farr were huge fan favorites. Uh, th- th- those three for sh- those th- so, Maloney, PC, Farr. That is for for sure. If you're saying the team sucks, that's different. But if you're saying this kid coached my son, sorry, this player coached my son. This player signed autographs for behind the goal every game. This player came out to our training one day. This player like bowled with me at Dave and Buster's last year. Right. That's a different connection. Right. And but uh, here's my deal. it seems like there's a lot of people just going, "Man, what's wrong with SAFC? Why are they screwing this up?" Well, one's a retirement. You can't can't do any can't really do anything about Connor it. Connor Maloney. That, that's not yes, that's not SAFC's ha- fault. Hey, happy trails, Sarge. 
we gave you in our Christmas, in our New Year's, what did we give him in our New Year's? I gave him a, a seat next to you in the Section 104. Yeah. So that way you could talk to him every game, because yeah. that guy's awesome. I think I, I gave him a, a paddle for the corporal punishment that he's going to dish out as vice principal. But anyway. The vice principal I, at yeah. the junior school. <laughs> yes, but <clears throat> PC, I mean, people need to be realistic. And like See, his body had his body had just bro- has broken down. Couldn't keep up. I mean, he has given us everything he can. Yeah, and that's that's just the way that's the way sports goes. Fabian you know? Garcia looked a little slower. Hate to say it. Yeah, he looked like he's getting older. Yes, Jor- Jordan Farr. There's obviously, the bi- there. That's, that's the, the big. big one. That's the one where let's talk Jordan Farr. He, people were pissed. Yes, people were attacking the team on Twitter and stuff. Uh, yes, what are you thinking? I mean, we mentioned it for a while. That you know those howlers that we saw last season, like some of that stuff is you you can't maybe we just are the team just doesn't want to see that they but just don't want to see that he cost us points he did I love him super happy nice guy but he cost us games yeah and we and we fought with people about this yeah. you know like uh. well is the replacement any better is the replacement like and fun funny enough. I was looking through the USL website today, and they had a "What if things had gone differently in 2023?" And Ooh. one of the scenarios they used was, "What if Jordan Farr stays with it?" And they had all the stats that they used for, and Marsman's stats were worse than Jordan Farr's. Really? Yes. The goals against average, the save percentage, and mm. so, and something else. And that, those numbers don't operate in a vacuum, and those don't tell you everything. Well said. But um, but uh, that was one of the what what ifs. One like one was. What if so and so doesn't get hurt for New Mexico for the second half of the season? What if what if that guy makes the penalty kick for uh, Charleston? Well, they you win. Know? Well, are, are there more rounds? Yes, you know, like. But anyway, I mean, that so, was a so big, obviously a, that's a league wide something that people were picking up on, not just in SA, San Antonio. Big move. He was all league goalkeeper the year before, and here's a stat: now, where is he now? We sold him to Tampa Bay. We got money. And some kind, we got some, we sold him for yeah. money. Yes, and because no, he, I don't mean the money. I mean he just signed with one of the top two teams in the East. Yeah. So he didn't like retire or sign with a semi-pro team. He ain't playing with the James Gang, Clayton. Yeah, he went to another really good team that we could see in the USL that, Bowl that values him and wants him enough to pay a lot of money because he was under contract. He was uh. he was on a two year two year contract, so we had another year left, and. I, did they sign New Guy before they sold him? I think they did New Guy first because they want to I make remember, sure they had a replacement. I remember in my in the episode, I was like, "What's with always signing two keepers? Just give Jordan Far the job and stop signing competition." Yeah, you had, nope. You, I was wrong. Yeah, Far gone. Yeah, bye bye. So, so, I mean, it remains to be seen. Maybe he comes back and bites us in the ass. I don't know, but I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna be negative about it. Like. And be like, man, we screwed this up, man. They're just giving it away. God, they're just giving up. They're gonna, they're gonna quit on this team. Is you know? there some Spurs carryover where a lot of San Antonio sports? I'm not from here. I'm from Houston. Listeners, if you didn't know that, San Antonio sports fans have they accustomed been accustomed to a different level of 
comfort and longevity unlike other places. Yes. Because of the big three. 100% correct. So it's like, oh, you're supposed to be here for life. Come on, Kawhi. Yeah. Boo, yes. Kawhi. Yes, we have Boo. quite a bit more um, longevity to our and, and continuity to, to our teams. We got a little, like. little brother syndrome, too, about like, don't you dare spurn us. Yeah, I'd say that. A little chip on the shoulder. Yeah. Like, Oh, you think we're small potatoes here in you, San Antonio? You think you're better than us? Yeah, I, I would. I would say that's that's a legit, legit concern. You know, or maybe that 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 explains some of the behavior and stuff like that. I've seen some people making comparisons to like, oh, they're doing like they did with the hockey teams, where they just kind of let them go and yeah. and like you know realize that they just wanted to spend money on the basketball team and stuff like that. I don't. That's not what's happening here. That that that's just not what's happening here because. Since we last, you know, we've made well, quite a few signings. Okay, since I was gonna then. say we're. That's what I was gonna say is we're gonna look at now. All, we'll be looking at guys we signed, but just big picture. When you look at the guys we signed, do they look better, worse, or similar to the people that departed? We have no idea because we didn't know those people when they when they showed up. Well, now that you've done your research for this podcast and you've seen their resumes, because you said you did it, I said I did it. I see their resumes. I see, and I know my answer. You I, don't know. I see. I think, I think greater than, or I think greater than, or at least very similar. I think equal to similar. Yes. You know what you see? New guys that we're going to talk about, but things that we've seen for the last three years. What's Marcina look for in a person? What is Marcina? Oh, you want to play this game? I have one. High care. High character. When Marcina signs a new player or whoever signs, because. We really want to talk to you, Marco Ferruzzi. I reached out to Preston Petrie. Maybe Chef James Moore can back up my email. Maybe. Maybe Preston will return an email. Okay. We're out here trying to promote your team. We want to talk to Ferruzzi because we don't know who signs people. Yeah, we'd like to know what's going on. What are they looking for? You say character. High character, always with the Spurs, Spurs Sports and Entertainment. High character. MLS Super Draft Pick. We see quite a few of those. About five of our new guys. Quite a few of those. And it's like three years ago draft picks. I'm thinking they think if this guy had that much potential, no matter how bad he's done at the MLS, someone saw something in him once upon a time. And can we get that out of him? We're gonna and with Marco Ferruzzi's connections to FC Dallas, I can imagine that we're not gonna start start signing less. As a matter of fact, there's one guy here. Um, I need to dig down in my notes, but has direct ties to Ferruzzi. He's he was played played at FC Dallas at the under 18, 17, 20 level. Which All right. is exactly what he was doing. So maybe FC Dallas connections now. Yeah. Another yeah. thing I see a bunch of is like lower league randos from around the world. French League Two, Portugal League Two. Like second divisions in countries that are better than America. Yeah, we've got a guy that's played in eight different countries. Oh yeah, that, that we, we need signed. a name. We need a nickname for that guy. Is it Indiana Jones or the tra- world's the traveler? The traveler, world's most interesting man, something like that. Yeah, because some winemaker or whatever. Austria's first ever player to play in the K League. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> someone had to do it. But any, but anyway, we'll start getting to, to individual stuff in a bit. But like I. Here's, we don't know, whenever we sign these guys, it's not like, oh yeah, I know that guy, you know, he, he yeah. was great at this thing. And the, we very rarely do we ever recognize Kakuta the, Mane. People that, the, the people that we sign. We signed Kakuta Mane and he never even played in the game. Yeah, I mean, but we didn't know Sam at dinner on. We didn't know Tiny Ola, Ola, Olawashi. We didn't know Jordan Peruza. All right, well, we did sign Juan Agudelo. I know him. 
There we go. New There's guy, the, U.S. cap to go back to the U.S. Of, of all our signings, the one that I'm least excited about, I'll, I'll go ahead and... You know what you're getting, right? Yeah. Uh, older, previous U.S. national teamer yeah. who's just on the twilight of his career. You want to start- I, know, I know another one, returnee. Sorry. Yeah, let's give it some organization. You want to start in the back and like and work and work our way forward, or do you not want to? You just kind of want to jump around. I don't care. You, go ahead. We, you seem like you were you were onto something. So another it. another guy I know we signed Louis Sonyak, back from El Paso. Super signing. Super signing. Center forward. We know what we're getting. It's like Patino part two. Patino from last year. Do you think Sonyak still has gas in the tank? Yeah. Or do you think? Or yeah. do you think his cunning and guile? Like even, if, a, he, even he, if he's lo- even if he's losing a little in the tank, the cutting and guile will make yes. up for that and keep him. The things he does well are not. It's not a speed player. Right. He's a good soccer player. Maybe he's ninety percent of what he was two years ago. I, but he ain't losing a losing a step. Doesn't matter. I like the fact that you led with that quote um, from Marcina about getting our foot on the ball and have and being stronger on the ball. Uh, that makes me. Happier for a signing like like Sonia like that's not going to have to be press 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 the whole time because I don't think that's where he would excel for us. Yeah, I guess that means that Bailoni is gone because um, I don't see I him anywhere. I, I think I saw something that he has that he has gone that he okay. he went down back down to South America. I hadn't think. realized that, but remember Bailoni and Solnyak came in and got the same short shorts that one year. Remember, and then we had the other Argentine. Was there a out third on, out on the ta- out on the flank, the tallest one? No, not the tallest one. The one that played out on the oh, the, the, wee the lad. wing. Um, that we were like sometimes we were like, dude, is this guy too good for? You oh, Gomez. Say? Yeah, there we go. There we okay, go. there's two from me who are forwards who we signed. Okay, how do you? Would you like to name names or go front to back? Um, you started up front, so let's go. Let's go up front. So according to my one list, more guy up front, right? What I, what I saw was uh, a. Cameron Lacey. Yep. We were talking about Dallas. Let's talk about Dallas. I got a name for him. He's a tiny O clone. Yeah. Oh, Minnesota okay. United 2. Played there last year. Played a lot of good college at UNC Charlotte. Set, looks like a big guy in his pictures. I'm imagining this is a college forward that MLS has given us to see how good he is. 10 goals in 20 matches for Minnesota 2. Yep. I mean... Just like tiny O. You, you, you produce where, where you're playing. You know, like, I'm not going to, like... I'm not gonna poo-poo those the, those stats like like when people talk shit about seeing how many goals you scored in the Belgian league before you go before you move to the other league. I love that. Looks like there's a track record there. Looks like he knows Marco Ferruzzi playing for Dallas's youth teams mm. and stuff like that. Welcome to San Antonio, Cameron. Look forward to seeing you up top scoring some goals. Yeah, agree. So that's the forwards. Yep. You want to uh, talk midfield? Yeah. Boom. Let's move backwards. What do you got? Um. Well. I'm gonna go with uh, coming back. Super important, Jorge Hernandez. Yeah, like he. There were long stretches where he was our best player last year, and we were hard on him at the beginning when he had first come back from Belgium or Dan- Denmark or wherever he was. He did. He looked slow. He didn't look like he hogged the ball. We were like, we were like, oh my god, like what were we thinking? Yeah. And by the end, we we're like. I mean, he's the only one out there that's creating anything for us and showing any heart. And you know, was it his first team year with the team? Yes. So yes. hopefully he builds on that and gets better. Yes. All right. You know, I'm sure you're in love with this guy. According to uh, transfer market, you did exactly what I did. Values this as our most most expensive player. Look, Hawkinson. 
Who? Luke Hawkinson. I mean, I can tell you about Luke Hawkinson. Two-way midfielder, MLS Super Draft, previously played for Marcina at Des Moines. How do you feel about Luke Hawkinson? Um, he has... I'm gonna... I, He's gotta be starting. Tell he, you that. He, uh... I, I thought I wrote it down, but I didn't. Um, has to have the most... MLS appearances of anybody on our roster. Oh, yeah, he's got like he, 50. He's got like 50 appearances yeah. in the MLS, and he's Some still goals. he's still young. Nashville. Yeah, he's 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 still young. Yeah, Super Draft was 2022. So yeah. he's got to be like 24. 57 appearances for Nashville. He's 26 years old. I He's valued at like double who, who are ne- our next players. So yeah. 800,000 pounds or whatever that. Ow. Euros. I, I did it in euros, euros yeah. yeah. I, I did it in euros accidentally. But, I mean... While that's not going to tell you everything, it tells you something. So we should at least have may- maybe not double the expectations of any of any new players, but but high expectations on this guy coming in. Looks like he could be an exciting attacking player. Where do you where do you see him on on the outside, like Maloney? No, center mid. Okay, two way. Okay, that's what I got. But I haven't seen, never seen him kick a soccer ball. Like uh, like um, uh, what's his name from last year that had come from Seattle. That moved on to uh, North Carolina. Ja'Cory Hayes. Yes, like Ja'Cory, like Ja'Cory Hayes, but more more offense? Yeah, more like uh, Rita Zuhir. Like oh, okay. Two-way two midfielder. All right. They're, they're, Skillful. A, a Zuhir-type replacement. And if we're going to be more ball-dominant, the Redditors were saying, well, we like Zuhir. And I was like, yeah, but Zuhir's not back. So maybe this is our new uh, little metronome. Yeah. Like he gets the ball and he just gets it on to Jorge. Yeah. Jorge, go do things. Um, uh, another signing in the midfield, who I think we talked about, he was one of our early signings, the Notre Dame kid, Mohamed Omar. Yeah, I got nothing on him. I mean, I don't know what to expect of something oh, like... Oh, he's the Super Draft 2022. Yes. Wrong, wrong note here. Yes. Colorado Rapids. Yes, and um, looks like a big kid, big tall kid. Uh, played at Notre Dame. There's your, there's your high character. You know, like, I, I don't know what to expect, but... Maybe filler in the midfield, maybe like kind of like kind of like how we rotate those those two those two guys in the double pivot. I think basically what we're doing, all these people, kind of is like you know what on February twenty fourth at the open scrimmage where you have to have a ticket. Look for these guys, just like the U.S. game. It's kind of like scouting mission, and we're giving you a lot of names right now. But these are the people, and in two weeks we'll find out. How have they looked in practice? Yeah, I don't want you saying, who are these bums? We're you know? telling you. Yeah, we're telling oh, well, you who these bums are. Well, we brought back Abu, and then I got one more midfield. I don't expect a lot from Abu this season. I think this is like what yeah. PC was last season. Yep. Like, spot starts, filling in. Like squad ro- squad player. Yes, and, and you know, if we want to put our foot on the ball and hold the ball more, hope maybe Abu can give us some of that, because we know he can do that. Don't sleep on my most exciting midfield signing. Bora Noguera from Guinea-Bissau. You know who else is from Guinea-Bissau? Who? Mo. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Oh, man. We gotta go get Mo off the strip, give him a ticket, and get into a game, and go have him go in the in the crowd and go, Hey, Bora! Guy, hey. Play, guy played in the Africa Cup of Nations two different times. Bora! <laughs> you think he's there right now? He's, he's not there right now. Because Guinea went far. I don't know about Guinea Bissau. They played each other. Oh wow! I know. I wonder the if that's Guinea a, Derby. I wonder, <laughs> what a weird country. Go Google it and read about it. Because Guinea Bissau, it's in Africa. 
Because I always get it French messed up with French Guiana. I couldn't. I couldn't. I mean, apparently we got him like directly from their league. Like no, he has Portugal. Portugal. Oh, is that what it was? Second division of Portugal. Okay. And is that would Guinea Bissau? Would that be like a Portuguese uh, col- former colony? You think? I do not know. That would make sense. I mean, but his, I don't know. His name looks kind of Portuguese. The N O G U E I R A. That looks like You're a right baby. about that. But most speaks English. I don't know what most first language was. And he's he's Muslim, so. Portuguese and Muslim are a weird mix. It's a weird country. I know that. Yeah. Well, anyway. That's welcome, your midfield. Welcome, welcome to San Antonio, buddy. That's what our midfield looks like. I, I'm saying Jorge, Luke, and one of Mohammed or Mohammed start the games, perhaps. Two Mohammeds. Yeah, that, sound, that sounds about right. And then, uh, and then maybe Patino. Although... Like, remember last year when we thought it was going to be, like... We'll, we'll and, talk formations later. Okay. Wingbacks? Shannon Gomez. He's back, baby. Shannon Gomez. Sometimes he was our best player last year and gave us the most, and then sometimes it kind of disappeared. He's a bit of a fan favorite. I mean, Shannon's been around now. Is this season three? At least. Yeah. Came over with Partain, right? Yeah. And Tainer? Uh-huh. Uh, how about Richard Vintbechler? The 32-year-old who's played in nine leagues. That's that's our Fabian Garcia, right? That's our new Fabian Garcia? Oh, I was assuming he's out wide. 32-year-old who's played all over the world. I don't know. So, the Lucas Silva kid is big. And Trova and Boney is big. Are, I are, think are big. Boney is going to be. I want to see Boney in the you middle. You think he's going to beast out this year for us? I want us? him to be in the center back center and just murder people. We didn't get to see much of him at all no. last year. I want Boney boning people. <laughs> just... <laughs> Coming down with elbows of the people. I mean, it, it appears to me that just kind of on paper, this looks like this is our our strongest, like, most known quantity. Who's that? Our defense. Well, you got Tainer, you got Manly, Boney, who he was with us for half the season, right? Yeah, I don't even know if half. Looked but... fine when he played? Yeah, didn't he do some boneheaded stuff, like, the very first time? He did, he, he... but then once he got in a little at the end, yes. he looked better. Yeah. And then this, can I go into new guy? Today announced signing, correct? Kendall Burke or whatever. Didn't I have nothing written down about him? Chicago Fire, oh, yeah, MLS super draft pick, loaned out to us. Seventeen MLS appearances. Maybe some Courtney Ford vibes. Oh, I would love that. Big Good guy, Lord. athletic guy, MLS draft pick, probably a college player. His photo looks like he's large. Uh, University of Washington. Oh, okay. Yeah. Actually, two different. Cal State Bakersfield and then University of Washington. Um, I mean, I, yeah, great. I'm comfortable with our back, with the center backs. I'm kind I of, think, I'm kind of excited about the, the one that we haven't mentioned. Another Lucas Portuguese, Silva. Lucas Silva. Portuguese defenders get me excited. Like I don't he's care what Brazilian. level they. I don't. He's Brazilian, but has been playing in Portugal. Yes, and I'm I'm sorry. That's it's probably offensive. Does it like confuse the two? But uh, no, no, no. He's but, it's good. He played one place and he's from the other. Yeah, he didn't confuse him. But like a port, like how many amazing Portuguese defenders are there on the planet right now? Like I just think that like it's in, well, it's in the blood. The problem is they're better at attacking than they are at defending. I mean, I, I what I thought. When I read about Lucas Silva and I saw, I immediately thought, Windsock. <laughs> I thought that we've, we've got our Windsock replacement. Oh, yeah. You know? Adios to Windsock and Ja'Cory Hayes going out to Carolina. Yeah. Once again. Yeah. I don't know. I was figuring he's going to be on the outside. Yeah, he's going to play as the left. Oh, he's okay. going to play the left oh, side. Oh, he's going to be doing Brazilian trickery down the line? Yeah. He's right gonna, in front of your seats? I, I mean, he's going to be what? He's going to oh. be Windsock, like oh, on our gonna... back three, where 
where it's going to be like, no, oh, okay, great, no, like that, like in the same, like all in the same play. Okay. So there it is. That's our, there, that's the signing so far. Mm, there's one more. All right, new goalie. <laughs> okay. Okay, new Just goalie. Just checking. New goalie. Cisniega. New goalie. Mexican. Yeah. LAFC. Yeah. Real Sociedad. B, B. Which is, but that's second division B. in Spain. That's still second division in Spain, isn't it? Are you sure? No. <laughs> but I think I it know. is. He's on the B team. I know Barcelona B is second division in Spain. Yeah, that's not Barcelona. <laughs> he didn't really start for LAFC a lot. I mean, I think he, I'm a little worried, okay? We jettisoned Jordan Farr for a dude who started... 33 appearances in his career. Well, I mean, I don't even know if Jordan Farr started that many games in Indianapolis before okay. we just managed to just look okay, into getting him. Okay, but Jordan Farr's got that smile. And Cisniega played for B. He's a B hungry team. goalie that wants to get first-team minutes. You're gonna, He's going to get his first-team minutes. How about he's that? He's 28. Yeah, he's 28. He's a big kid. Really? Um, He did his, uh, he did his, uh, his youth stuff with Monterey, I think. And then, um, that sounds right. Yeah. Do you trust this guy to start, be our starting goalkeeper? Yes. 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 I mean, he's been the backup in MLS for a few, you know, like, and the guy that we started over for last year had played in the Europa League. This guy played on the B team. I, I'm guy, not, I'm not guy, concerned. The I'm guy not, was also former MLS starter and this guy was an MLS. Backup. I'm not concerned with our goalkeeping. And then like, and if, and if it's a problem, you can always find a backup that want that, that a team wants the guy to get minutes, just like we have the last couple of years. Yeah, I think know? we'll probably sign five more players. That's my guess. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're, what's I our what's our total right here? Just counting today's guy. It's a lot. We got a squad. Our Eight, squad 18, is, 17? No, I got four forwards, two, four, six, five midfielders, and seven defenders. Yeah, here's the deal, man. Like like we talked about last time, I'm not at DefCon four or DefCon one or whatever the most DefCon is. I'm not. I'm not even like I'm just DefCon point five. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a new season, lots of new guys, and it, there's gonna be some. There's gonna be some bumps. You know what I'm saying? Especially if we're trying to play a different way. I want. That's my question. Are we gonna try to play a different way? So, I don't believe it. So I don't believe it for a so second. If we want to keep the ball. Do we keep the same formation, or if you want to keep the ball, is there a different formation that you play? I think we might switch front line, maybe two or three. But Marcina is Marcina. I don't know what. I don't know where in his life he strikes me as someone that's suddenly going to want to control the ball and make it a slow game. He wants to play pinball. I don't. Maybe it's like. Uh... Maybe it's like this. Maybe. He's he's hitting those buttons like it's like it's track on the old Nintendo. You know how in Moneyball they ran off the manager because he wouldn't listen to what the Sabermetrics guys wanted him to do. Yes, and stuff like that. Or how I wonder if if uh, if Marcina, there's a little bit of that. Like you know, Ferruzzi wants to play a certain way. They hired Ferruzzi because they wanted Ferruzzi. Yeah. So I better do what Ferruzzi wants. Oh. I don't know, man. Marcina's got a ring. I there Wait, you go. Did I mean, we win the championship. Yeah, we did. Yeah, okay, sorry. We there's there is a star. Yeah, on there's Ferruzzi. a star on there. <laughs> okay, Marco Ferruzzi, great. You're in the MLS, but we got a ring, baby. Right. Four different interim coaching jobs at FC Dallas. You can't come down here and 
bring that Dallas jive ass and try to say your tacos are better than our tacos, Dallas. I think he's got a great resume and a great background. Do I think he has ultimate authority to tell the coach how to play? Right. If so, if you want to play FC Dallas ball, Marcina ain't your guy. Maybe he maybe he comes in as like maybe he comes in as like, look, I can feed you players that, that can play this way. That. The, the, and, and like I'll feed you the players, but will you will you try? Will you try to play this way? And you can always like that's a nope. great plan B because you've proven that it can be your plan A. So what if that became our plan B all of a sudden? You know, like maybe, but I don't see it. I mean. I was um, was talking with my brother once again. We're we're talking about this this stubbornness um, that teams demonstrate of tr- trying to play out of the back when they have no business playing the out of the back. We don't mean at the USL level. We mean like you know Who like do you mean like Sheffield Wednesday like Bur- like Burnley like 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 saying like we are always going to play out of the back because that's we got a hundred points in the championship last year. And we're going to even try to do that against Manchester City, no matter what. Yeah. Like, it's still a thinking man's game. You got to be able to mix it up in the middle of the game. You got to go Omaha some point in time, right? Like, at some point in time, if the keeper. I think if you look at the talent of Burnley and the talent of Man City, Burnley could play basketball and it doesn't matter. They're going to lose. Right. That's I think I... you're overthinking that if they if they'd go back to a hard nose four four two, they'd they eke out a one zero loss. No, I don't. I don't mean like that. I mean like w- the the ability to fluctuate and within oh. within games Oof. and and and, st- and change the way. I mean, is it? Do you think it's too hard in yeah. soccer in general? It's just. I, I it's think too play, hard to do. I think the player types are different. That's like saying run the run and shoot, but when it's fourth down, go for it and run it up the middle. Like with earn with these little tiny wide receivers, we can't run it up the middle. Yeah, that's what I think. You don't have the personnel to just switch mid game. I mean, I could see a scenario where there's a very slow start from us, and and panic button gets hit, and then we just like, all right, back back to what we know, back to what we do. You know, I think we're coming out just like we were because we've had success and. As long as Marcina's here, it's going to be Marcina Ball. Well, it's a good transition then to, to be talking about, you know, when we'll be able to see what we're going to try to do. February 24th? February 24th. So preseason schedule released since the last time we, we talked to our listeners. And um, here is the schedule. On 2-17, um, that would be February 17th at 2 p.m., we play Matthew Shaddix, Houston Dynamo Two. two of all the number two teams. That's your number two team, isn't it, two. Matthew? And uh, behind closed doors, which means no, you can't go to the game. I don't. I don't remember it. whether it's here or in Houston. We couldn't even stream it last year. Maybe, maybe you get some uh, highlights at some point in time or something maybe. like that. Um, I know in the past we've been able to see like YouTube time. or something like yeah. that later. Uh, on on February twenty fourth, here at home, seven thirty p.m. versus Antigua FC. That would be the maybe the best team in Guatemala. Like they, it seems like they've won a whole bunch of. I don't know, but Antigua is Guatemala. Antigua is a cool town. Is it? Oh yeah, it's right outside of Guatemala yeah. City. Oh, it's it's like the little colonial town. Guatemala City is not a cool city. I've been I've been there on, <laughs> on a cruise, Correct. and it, I'm sure like, you were. It was just a port. You weren't getting traffic through there. <laughs> dang, it is. That kind I was of working town. as an operative for United Fruit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then that's it, because then a week later we play Austin too. Not Behind a, closed doors. Not a not a huge, 
Not a huge thing. There Don't are other teams in the USL that have already started playing games. Cool. Good there's, for them. there's some that go out to Tucson for that little MLS oh, yeah. Yeah. USL thing. That Did we do that once or twice before? You were out there one I time for like might spring break or something like that. I don't know if SAFC was there, though. I don't know if San Antonio's ever gone. Are we going to... I mean, put a preseason. Maybe we... I don't know. I don't think I want to tailgate. But the 24th, we might just have to get rowdy. Maybe we pod from the from oh, from the game. The that pre- might be fun. From the preseason game. That is friend of the pod, wife of the pod, Michelle Martin. Michelle, how was the, how was the spittoon? I like the uh, mood spatoodler in chief michelle martin how, how was this sp- for all for all all our listeners how was your spatoon I mean, experience it wasn't that bad i felt like they took it easy on me i was ready to do so you're deal. telling all our listeners don't worry about finishing last you know like somebody please finish last instead yeah, of me a, next extra season wine for you if you finish last <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome <laughs> That's so, a good reminder that we need to make our game board and right. start putting it out there. Good night. Good night. For Michelle, Michelle so she can enter. So, um, yes, like I think we talked about last, keeping the rules the same. We'll get it out, obviously, during preseason. Oh, yeah, I want to get it done the next week. Let's, uh, Josh, we need to get the spreadsheet open and make the board so we can send it out. For new, for new listeners, we got a fantasy game. For your participation, we want you involved. Coming soon. Yes, sponsored by Becker Vineyards. Super and, simple. And w- once we put it up there and available for everybody, uh, we will uh, explain exactly what it is for our new listeners. Crocketeers general meeting is also in a week or two. I may try to go out to that. Okay. Maybe set up the soccer tennis if things are free. Do you have a? F- is there anything else? Or are you ready for? A- Free kick. Free know. kicks brought to you by Trevino Tile. Uh, Generations uh, <laughs> of your tiling and ceramics need. Trevino Tile, who was at the USA Slovenia game. Oh. Um, we all kind of sat in the same section, and it was great. He was he was loving it. He was right in the uh, Slovenians' ears the whole the whole time. Good on him. Yeah. So free kick, Matthew. What you got for us? Uh, I don't know. Do you have a free kick? A good one? Um. I'm, I'm trying to go see the. <laughs> we'll cut, start with USA, end with USA. I'm trying to go see the USA play either Jamaica, and or Mexico or. Yeah, what's else. the deal with that? You're going. I don't um, have a ticket yet, but I've been in talks with uh, the person that I am related to that lives in Dallas that is interested in going. Your brother. Yeah, there we go. Listeners, March. That was going to be mine too. March 21st, USA Jamaica in Jerry World double header with Mexico, Canada. Yes, Mex- Costa Rica. Mexico, Mexico, Panama. Mexico, Panama. Mexico, Mexico, Panama. Those are the semis of the Nations League, which whatever, it's just a thing. But real teams, you get two games for the price of one for the mm. semifinals on a Thursday on a night. Thursday, and then Sunday, the winners face off. I'm tempted to try and go Sunday, but there is the chance that, God forbid, Jamaica's good, the USA could lose, and there may be no game. And for any of our listeners that feel like. Well, am I going to get gypped if I buy a ticket and see the C plus team? No, this is our A team. Yeah, this is this is this is a full international break, so all our players should be available. This is potentially playing a good Jamaica team and a Mexican team, Mexico team, and if I think my my vibe is if we make the final, I am very interested in getting in my car and driving up there and buying a ticket for a couple hundred bucks. Cannonball run, cannonball run home. Yeah, you're looking at. I, I have no I I'm interested in What's going, your ideal world? 
in my ideal world, I just get to follow the U.S. men's national team around. So I go up to Dallas on Thursday, watch a game, and then watch on Sunday. But I don't because we'll be coaching at that time. Oh, I do have a game. Yeah, we'll be coaching at that time. So potentially, it is just get in a car like after our game on Saturday. You know, Saturday. go up there on on Sunday, like for Sunday, and then come back after the game. Something oh, that could like work. That, you know, or if I wanted to make it family style, if I could do that, you know, maybe take the boy. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. You're just you, and you have a job. You could just Southwest it up there. You have a brother. You have a brother to pick you up. Potentially, but it's something that I'm very interested in. Same. I love to see. I mean, it's our full national team. See Christian Pulisic score against Mexico. Within five hours of our home here. Well, it was a good first training session. Let's go do our cool down runs, Clayton. I feel stretched out. Good night, San Antonio. (laughs) No, he did not.